Welcome back to Talking Risk. It's a podcast by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Every week, Ricky and I have on a business founder, CEO, C-level executive, owner, or consultant. And we talk about all sorts of stuff, including their experiences, their challenges, strategies, their losses and victories, all in pursuit of their legacies, controlling their own legacies and What we hope to do by this is expand our business knowledge and education and your business knowledge and education and also inspire others to create a business, take a risk, and control your own legacy. My name's Eric Reese. I'm a CPA and a lawyer, and I own a law firm called Aspen Legal, and you can find that on the web at aspenlawteam.com. Ricky's my co-host. Ricky? Ricky Hall. I'm the founder of Nutrition HQ and Nutrition HQ Franchising. You can find me online at nhq.rocks, nhq.rocks. And the best part of this podcast is our guest, Allie. Allie? I'm Allie Carroll. I own Naughty Girl Fitness. It's a pole dancing studio at the Lake of the Ozarks. You can find me online at naughtygirlfitness.com, Facebook, Naughty Girl Fitness, and Instagram, Naughty Girl Fitness LLC. Okay, we are excited to talk to Allie. Allie has a very unique fitness concept, or at least unique uh, to me, and um, it's going to be a blast talking to her. But before we do, we'll, we'll cover a couple things of business. First of all, we're on location at the Lake of the Ozarks. The Lake of the Ozarks, 1,854 miles of coastline. Yes, that's correct. Look it up. It's bigger than the state of California's coastline. It's about 100 miles long from point to point, excluding all the nooks and crannies, and it is amazing. The economy down here is booming. I don't know what it's doing generally in the nation. I think it's uh, very iffy right now, but the economy at the lake is booming. Thank you, CNN. Thank you, TMZ, and any other idiots that like to call us hillbillies because (laughs) we're doing pretty well down here. Um, every business that we've talked to when we've been in location on location down here had their best year in 2020, everybody. All right. And in 2021, they're anticipating a better year. Okay. We're at one of the houses that we own down here. You can find all our houses at lozvacations.com, L-O-Z, Lake of the Ozarks, vacations.com. And we're off to our best year ever. So I'm extremely excited about it and we can never get these real estate prices down we can buy more real estate but right now everybody's getting a fortune for their shack so um it's difficult right now to buy investment property that's the only knock that i've got against the lake uh for sure but um before we start talking to Allie, we're going to talk about uh something that ricky and i have been talking about over the last week we call it hot topics Man, he's getting very good six at, that, for six at that button, right? <laughs> Which makes up for the 12 that he's missed before. So um, the hot topic today is maintaining your competitive edge, right? Every day we get up, we see more competitors. And Allie's an expert at it because she truly does have what I consider a unique business, right? Which helps... Uh, with respect to competitive edge for sure. But, you know, I was reading an article, Ricky, and they were giving the various ways to uh, maintain a competitive edge. Some things that we talk about often, niche, right? I think niche is is important. 
in a crowded field of law, you got to be known for something, right? Crowded field of nutritional supplements, you got to be known for something, whether it's superior services or consulting services, consultative services. Uh, fitness, as Ali knows, it's a very crowded field out there. There's a lot of people out there not really providing much in terms of fitness, but uh, a lot of memberships out there being offered. And so niches is, is incredibly important. You know, I never bought into the idea of, and I don't know if you read the article I sent you, but they said increase your price, right? And and that way you'll uh, have your competitive edge. Well, you don't uh, buy a Rolex because of, you need to know what time it is. That's stupid, okay? I didn't. I, I bought a Breitling because I like a Breitling, right? Uh, but I still st- tell time with it. I think that increasing your price... Uh, particularly in this economy, is a bad idea to enhance your competitive edge. That's not why I'm saying, uh, I'm not saying that you need to be the loss leader, right? And we've talked about this. You, you don't want to play be. the pricing game on the other end either. No, uh, you, you want to make sure that what you're charging is fair for the value proposition that you have. Uh, but, you know, what are some other ways that you can maintain your competitive edge? We talked about some... Uh, in prior podcast is, you know, determining what your service or your brand standards are and making sure that you enforce them all the time. A consistent product, a consistent service. A consistent experience. Absolutely. So if if someone goes into Naughty Girl Fitness and they have a shitty time, okay, and that is contrary to the last 10 uh, Allie's not really celebrating the last 10 that went well. Uh, she's beating herself up over... No, you she's know, on defense. Right, you're, yeah. you're yep. on defense. You, most most entrepreneurs, probably all entrepreneurs that have had any measure of success are focused on the losses, not the victories, and keeps you up at night, right? And But it, it does keep you striving for more. Well, you it makes you also sharpen your pencil. Yeah. You know, what can we do right to make sure we don't get that review again or get that bad, they get that bad experience. Yeah, and so when people say competitive edge, I uh, really think that that's unique value proposition, and we've talked about that often, right? And it, it again begins and ends, for me, with an honest belief that your value proposition is unique, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I also believe that creating that experience to keep a customer forever yeah. is also possibly a future store owner or mm-hmm. a future employee. Mm-hmm. And that's the culture we try to, that we, we preach at the store levels is yeah. create that culture. You know, in the, the first four letters of culture is cult. Create right. that cult yeah. of mm-hmm. followers that never want to leave. Yeah. But it's it's increasingly more difficult because I find consumers very fickle these days, mm-hmm. right? And we see the cancel culture, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. We're canceling everything, you know. Somebody said the other day that Tom Cruise gave back his Golden Globes, and I go, how, how the hell did that stiff ever win a Golden Globe? <laughs> I mean, my God, he plays the same goddamn character every time, you know. Mm-hmm. He's, he played the one character on Risky Business. He's the same dude all the time. So, you know, I'm a horrible actor. But nonetheless, <laughs> he gave back his Golden Gloves. Nobody cares, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's a person that goes, goes home there in high school, and they say, Mom, Dad, 
I'm sitting out of the high school play. You know, I was the lead, but I'm going to sit out, you know, over social justice issues. And they go, there was a play. <laughs> nobody knew. <laughs> right. Uh, nobody cares about Hollywood anymore, which is a good, good. thing. That's because a great that thing. is a great thing. What the yes. hell do yes. they know? Right. Uh, Finally. Yeah. But again, uh, we have to keep on developing, right? We can't rest on our laurels. We talked about that with some of our other guests. We have to constantly look in the mirror and be honest with ourselves as to who we are and what we sell. Don't try to emulate your competitors. Be you. Be what you do, right? And embrace that. And, you know, I see, uh, I saw a commercial the other day for a Microsoft tablet versus the iPad, okay? And you would think uh, Microsoft, okay, Bill Gates' company, right? You would think they'd be smarter than this, all right? But all they're doing is cutting down the iPad, right? And um, it's a horrible commercial. And, and maybe... You know, Bill Gates has clearly lost his mind. He wants to block out the sun. He was Jeffrey Gold's, uh, Jeffrey, what's his name? The pedophile dude? Epstein. Epstein. He was one of his best buddies <laughs> flying around. Uh, you know, pedophilia is his game for sure. But uh, ultimately, the guy is uh, bizarre. But what a horrible commercial, right? Because you're not telling me what your competitive edge is. You're just telling me this other product sucks. And that makes me want to buy an Apple product. Exactly. App, you know, that's exactly, exactly what I yeah. said to Jill. I said, you know what? I think I'll go out and buy an iPad, and I don't even need one. Well, the negative publicity the lake got last year yeah, Did made it. everybody want exactly. to come here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So The negative publicity they tried. Yeah, mm-hmm. so be careful, right? Yes. So if, if you're going to talk about your competitive edge, talk about your competitive edge. Create distance by what you do different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Um, all right, so now we're going to talk about uh, a competitive edge in the fitness world. And it's much more than fitness, as Allie was describing to us uh, before the podcast. But Allie, um, uh, we're going to talk about Naughty Girl Fitness, uh, which is an amazing uh, business, an amazing concept. But talk about your beginnings. Where were you raised? And I promise we're going to lead up to, to where you are now, how you got here, how you created your business. But where were you raised and kind of what was the path that you took? Um, I was raised in Bowling Green, Missouri, so super small town, uh, north of St. Louis. Uh, did dance and gymnastics my whole life. Went to college in Warrensburg, and what's the what's third in one today? Central Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Central Missouri. There's a lot of us that went to college there that ended up down here. Wow. Okay, yeah. interesting. You're the third yeah. person today, yeah. right? Or third, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried the you know traditional route. I got like a hotel restaurant degree in hospitality yeah. management so sure. yeah. um dance was always my passion though but it just wasn't very so you did dance from an early age yes dance so and gymnastics that's grade school or is that a whole life oh wow yeah, from like time i was like three or four wow like traveling like the traveling competitions all of it yeah but yeah. you're pretty tall for a gymnast. I mean, you're you're how five tall ten. are you? Yeah, five ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's tall. Yeah, I did right? more tumbling. Oh, I, I got gotcha. like than the rest of the stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't really into the bars. So your gymnastics and dance was that school related or is that like club related or something? Both. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I did both. Okay. In, in studios and then dance yeah. team and all that stuff so so this was your passion that was my passion yeah and um went to college for business okay. and uh, just 
and why tried. for business? Why for business? What what I wanted to go you? for dance, but at that time, like okay, just coming from Missouri, yeah, people don't realize that you can have a career as a professional dancer. Yeah. That there's a whole industry yeah. in Vegas and LA and New sure. York, and you may not be able to make it here necessarily because sure. sure. the opportunities are scarce, right. but you can go elsewhere to make it. Okay. My family was not, they were a little too nervous, I think, to like push me in that, yeah. you know, that direction. Well, so again, I did, I all, did the safe route, you yeah, know, and it's all, and it's all well-intentioned, it is, right? It you you want to make sure your kiddo can Absolutely. provide for themselves. Sure. But I ended up where I am anyway, yeah. you know, but so. actually, but actually, the, <laughs> good. The, yeah. but you got a, you got a business degree, uh, mm. the hospitality management is, I, I assume a business degree. Yeah. Correct? I mean, yeah. It's yeah. very helpful. Yeah. My, um, my eldest daughter has a hospitality management degree and she lives in LA and she dreams of being an actress. Mm-hmm. Right. But for now she's working at a bar in LA. I mean, and that's what I did until yeah. I had my professional dance career and I was, busy and that's all I had to do like yeah. I bartended and I served and I managed restaurants so so when you got your degree where did you go after college uh Kansas City okay so I was there for a little while went and to then the big went to the big city yeah back to St. Louis for a little bit and then I'm I was doing modeling in Chicago and wow and then I was teaching dance classes when I moved back to Sh- uh, to St. Louis and um and I was teaching like hip-hop and burlesque and twerk classes actually yeah in a pole studio in St. Louis. Oh, okay. And I'd never even done pole fitness or yeah. touched a pole ever, yeah. except for maybe when I was sure. shit housed on a bachelorette party yeah, on a party right. bus. You exactly. Know? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I won't lie. There's a couple times that I've gone to the clubs and the girls have pulled me up on stage. Yeah. And, you know, right? I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. But um, it looks very difficult to me, but we'll get into that. It is. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. Um, But then, so my owners. In St. Louis at the studio I was working at, they mm-hmm. were actually flying to Vegas to go get certified. Oh. Um, so they needed me to learn how to do some pole moves real quick because we had like 10 bachelorette parties at the studio that weekend. So what uh, in St. Louis, I mean, are they still around in St. Louis? They closed up. Okay. It was uh, it's called the Dollhouse oh, okay. on Washington Avenue. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. They actually closed up, but there's quite a few. There's still quite a few. So they're showing videos. you moves to get through the weekend while they go get certified. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Right. So, so they're teaching you how to be a trainer, I assume. Yeah. A trainer of... Instructor. Yeah. yeah. Instru- in- yeah. Instructor, trainer. Yeah. So they just showed me some very like basic beginner moves to like teach the girls so okay. they could have fun on their bachelorette parties. Yeah. Well, so was this... So this is foreign, right? I mean, you did somewhat, dance, yeah. you did gymnastics. But, but on a vertical pole, never. Yeah. Right. So, but... Right. Given my background, I just picked up on it so quick. And they were like, are you serious? Probably because of the gymnastics more than anything. And the dance. But something that I noticed in the industry at that time as I started to watch people that did pole, Mm -hmm. um, as a choreographer and a dancer, first and foremost, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I I flow. Like, I put moves together, you know, that flow right into the next. Okay. And then... In pole, a lot of people knew how to do tricks or different spins and stuff, but they didn't know how to put to put it together into yeah. a flow and make it like. So they an could get up there. Dance. They could get up there and do a little whatever trick, right? Mm-hmm. But they can't do a routine. Is that Are right? Are you telling routine? a story with it? Yeah, you interesting. Know? And yeah. so because that's just I'm a choreographer, so right. I'm a storyteller. So <clears throat> interesting. Um, with my movement, so. Okay. 
I just started to flow. And then my owners, when they got back, they were like, you look like you've been doing this for years. Yeah. You know, because I just than you, fool. picked up. Yeah. Well, I picked up on level one and level two stuff super quick and was able to just do it. Yeah. So then typically this really bothers me in my industry when people take a couple classes and then they think they're certified to train yeah. and start teaching it. I mean, and it's very, very, it's happening it's a lot now and yep. it's driving me absolutely insane. But I had such an extensive background in dance and gymnastics that I feel like that was able to translate yeah. over into that. So I started teaching a, like a pole choreography flow class so okay. people could learn how And this to, is all in St. Louis This is still. all in St. Louis still. Yeah. So, so... Uh, and this was back in like 2013. Right. So, so, so parental units who said you need to go get a business to go easy and take care of yourself. Now you're doing... Uh, pole instruction. Mm -hmm. Okay. How, how they take the news? Oh, they are my biggest supporters. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh my good. God. Yeah. Like, See, I thought you were going to say, oh my gosh, oh my they God, were no. going, you're crazy. What are you it. doing? Okay. They good. love it. Excellent. Um, yeah. then I moved from St. Louis to Kansas city, taught at a couple of different studios while I was there too. In what year, what years were these roughly? To like 2013. Then I was in or so, 2014. Yeah, 2014. So was pole uh, fitness, I'm going to call it pole fitness. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the correct term. But it is. Was, was it pretty new back then? So it kind of came to the mainstream market um, probably like 15 years ago. Oh, 15, okay. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. So actually the woman I worked for in Las Vegas... Mm -hmm. um, which it's kind of funny how this coincides. So my, my bosses in St. Louis were flying to this particular studio in Vegas called Pole Fitness Studio to get certified. Okay. When I moved to Las Vegas, that's who I ended up teaching for. And okay. the, this woman, her name's Fania Monday. She, um, Fania Monday. Mm hmm. Huh. That's she's, a hell of a name. She's from Canada. I'm thinking and about changing my name to Fania Monday. <laughs> I think Fania Friday would be better. I'll Fania on Saturday. <laughs> So she um, was an exotic dancer after high school in Canada. Right. Okay. Literally dropped like 40 pounds in three months from pole dancing and then decided to take it from this be a, thing, a right? club atmosphere and turned it into yeah, a fitness, fitness studio yeah. in Las Vegas. Cool. So she was a pioneer? So she's the, I mean. She is the she's pioneer. She's the first person to ever like, yeah. So she's the pioneer. So yeah. that's why like my owners were going to get certified oh. by her right. that weekend. And then I ended up in Vegas teaching for this woman. So this so. certification this was essentially created by this uh, this gal, right? Mm -hmm. That yeah. she created the certification. And, you know, oftentimes uh, industries create their own certification, well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, franchising is one of them. The certified like franchise executive is a product of IFA. That's mm -hmm. not a state licensed right. sort of deal, right? A CPA and a lawyer, that's examples mm -hmm. of state licensures, but... Uh, this is an industry that she essentially built and she's offering certification in. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Is she, she's still around? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you know this person. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I worked yeah. for her for quite She's like the queen. Time. She's like the queen. So, I mean, she started, uh, you know, a, a lot for our industry, really put it out there mainstream. Now, now, I mean, we have... 
I gotta look her up. I'll phone you Monday, but I won't see it till Tuesday. Ba -da, ba -da, ba -da. No, we Sorry. have like pole competitions. We have oh all sorts of expos and this and has to, con I, conventions and oh really? All sorts. Oh, my, wow, like, it's massive. These and, uh, pole people, competitions have got to be extreme. Oh, they're amazing because people are trying to outdo other folks. They're trying to win. Yeah, yeah, right. These are timed events. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh. Interesting. I'm sorry. I threw and then you we off. have big shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in ev like almost every show in Vegas has a pole dancer in it now. Huh. Um, I mean, it's a very aerial acrobatic. Oh. It doesn't always have to be so. Look at what they're doing. Sensual. In, yeah. And, Look what they're doing. It's with Cirque, right? Yeah. With the uh, aerial mm -hmm. acrobatics, Absolutely. right? And it's amazing. Yep. yep. Right. And you wonder how in the world do they have the strength to pull this off? Right. Because all I can see myself is falling onto the floor from 30 feet up That's above. pretty right? impressive. Tons of training. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. The owners are getting certified. You show uh, a real talent for this particular form of fitness and instruction. So where do you go from there? So I just started teaching classes, and then okay. I was in Kansas City um, for a while and was teaching there. And then I moved to Denver, well, back to Denver. Mm -hmm. um, and I was there for a while teaching in some studios there and performing, and then yeah. went to Vegas and was there for four years. And Is Vegas like the capital? It's the of, Mecca. Yeah. Yeah, between there and L.A. You yeah. know, for anybody in the entertainment industry or the okay. dance industry, like, yeah. I mean... You go to New York for ballet and modeling more sure. so, you know, and sure. it makes sense. you know, like Miami calls a certain type of yeah. you know person to like Vegas and LA. It's just if you're trying to make it in the industry, you know, or if you want to um, work full time in yeah. the industry and sure. have to do all these other odd jobs, you know, to survive as an artist. Yeah, um, sure. That's because, where you go because people are going to Vegas for the entertainment, right? Absolutely. And so it's the entertainment capital of the yeah. So the that's country, a so. so that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you get to Vegas and. Who do you go to work for in Vegas? Fanya. Okay. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I went there and um, she had quite a, she had one of our amazing instructors. Her name is Donisha Crowder. She um, was in the Super Bowl with uh, J-Lo too. Wow. Uh, she was leaving like a month and a half after I was moving there. Okay. So when she left, I took over like her entire schedule. Wow. And, um, and by schedule, you mean train, uh, I had four hours of classes on Monday, wow. like four hours of classes on Tuesday, four hours on Wednesday, two on Thursday. And Exhausted. then Friday, Saturdays, I had bachelorette parties all day, all night. I, I did burlesque shows. I was Crazy. in shows. I was in a hip hop crew and we did all sorts of events and stuff like my life was right. nonstop yeah. and I loved it yeah. and I miss it. And that's. Yeah what I'm trying to create here. Sure. So, sure. But, um, but yeah, so I just, I lived that life for a very long time and it was, it was great. Yeah. You know, it has its, its ups and downs. And, sure. Um, it's, it's hard though, right? It's, it's a Vegas existence. I would think sometimes is a little grinding for sure. It absolutely is, you yeah. know? Um, but as you were saying, like maintaining your competitive edge i still get messages almost daily from students in vegas that are like i'm so grateful you're offering online classes now because oh. i miss you i provide oh, wow. <clears throat> a vibe and an experience that i mean i'm not trying to like toot my own horn That's but right. a lot of people don't yeah sure 
I mean, I've had so many people that have like gone and taken other classes and then they come to mine and they're like, wow, it's a night and day difference. So let's talk about, uh, I want to talk about that online offering because that is very intriguing, particularly with the equipment then that the customer needs, right? Mm-hmm. To Well, I I have like hip hop fitness classes. Okay, I have like yeah. A, it's, it's not like, just the pole. It's not just pole. So there's okay. more stuff, you know, that they can do. Yeah. But a lot of my clients do... Uh, have poles in their homes. And then I'll be honest during quarantine. Yeah. I got hit up by probably 15 of these women around here at the lake and they all got poles for me. So so I'm like, I know you have poles so you can take class online so I can show you what to do. So product sales is also a potential with this. Yeah. Yeah. And so are these clients uh, interested in, uh, the dance aspect of it. I mean, you can't remove the dance aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fitness aspect of it. I mean, what or both. I mean, what what are they interested in? It's different with everybody. Okay. Like some women just want to come in and they want to do simple spins around the pole and flip their hair and feel that like feminine energy. Of and course. then you have people that come in and they just want to flip upside down on the first day, which oh. we don't do because yeah. it's completely them. not safe. Right. But. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So as I take a look and you've got a couple of videos on uh, your Facebook page, as I take a look, I'm thinking it takes a lot of strength and a lot of balance. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I mean, and I would think a lot of core strength. Yes. Yeah. Core is key. Yeah. 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 Absolutely key. Yeah. But you don't need that to start. Okay. Right. I mean, even just doing simple things in an intro class, like walking around the pole, is going to build your muscles that will eventually then allow you to do simple spins around the pole that are still on the ground. And then those build the muscles to help you do a spin called the fireman where you pick both legs up off the ground. Yeah. Then that helps you build the, the... strength to climb the pole eventually and then that you know there's levels to it all yeah yeah so um you're out in vegas you're working hard seven seven days a week it sounds like (laughs) nonstop, right Mm -hmm. and at what point do you say uh this vegas gig is good but um just just too much i gotta find something different um and is that what it was? Was it? Yes, was it, yeah. it was. It, like, like I said, Vegas is a hamster wheel. Yeah. You're constantly, you yeah. know, on the grind and and keeping moving. And I think ultimately, what did me in was my father was getting ill, oh. and they live in Bowling Green. Yeah, and um, like I said, people just. When you start to find out how much money people are making off of your talent, it yeah. really kind of infuriates you. And yeah, you're just you're working like, hard for exactly. it. Exactly. Gary. And then yeah. you see how, like, once you look, I'm a numbers person. When I look at the numbers and it does not make fair, or it does not make sense and it's not fair, sure. uh-uh. Yeah. I cannot, like, just continue on with that. I hear it. Yeah. Yep. So, I got to the point where I was like, okay, my dad's getting ill i've got to start thinking about what's next and i need to make whatever's next closer to my family okay yeah and um and then i had like three weekends of bachelorette parties in vegas that were all from like iowa nebraska missouri illinois so now you're saying louis people there's a demand 
And it's not just in Vegas. Yes. Well, because yeah. a lot of these parties, they came in and they were like, well, we wanted to go to the Lake of the Ozarks for a bachelorette party, but ah. there's nothing else to do there besides drink and boat and party. Yeah. And I'm like, and they were like, we knew we wanted to like do a pole class and like sure. go to a club and stuff like okay. that. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Right. And so then I just, I, I remember looking at a party and it was like 18 girls. Yeah. They were from St. Louis. And I was like, well, I'm thinking about opening a studio at the lake. And they just like went ape shit. Do it. Right. You know? Yeah. And then I started reaching out to um, a couple of my friends that own businesses here. Yeah. Um, and was like, what do you think about this idea? Yeah. And they're just like, girl. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. My friend JG owns Shady's. And okay. he's like, do yeah. you know how many bachelorette parties are here? Like. Right. On the daily. Yeah. So I just started to, you know, I started flying back here from Vegas, looking at commercial spaces and sure. stuff like that and trying to, you know, build a business plan and getting everything together. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. And, uh, or June of 2019, I just left and wow. came here. And Scar- it's scary. It's That's scary. a scary deal. Right. And at first I didn't have a studio. I couldn't find anything like yeah. that made sense, like to just start paying two grand a month, sure. you know, whenever right. I'm coming from Vegas, right. I don't have anything yeah. built up yet. Of like, yeah. So I have a traveling pole stage. Okay. So what I did was I was bartending at H Toads and Margaritaville when I first got here okay. and I would go to the bachelorette parties and pass out my card and tell them like, I, I will come on site to you. Okay. Set up my pole, or oh. I would just do like a chair class with them or something if they yeah. didn't want to do pole. Sure. So, my first um, summer here, just by off like me passing out my cards, I did 38 parties. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, and it was insane. Yeah. Like, and these pole stages are like 350 pounds, and I've got oh to set gosh. it up, take it down. Uh, it was exhausting. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So, now so that what, I have what, a space, it's what like, would a party, God. the let's call them mobile parties. Mm-hmm. So, what would a party go for? Um, so let's say there's a group of 10 girls, it's 30 bucks a piece. Okay. So, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. And then, so that it, and then if you come to the studio, um, it's like if there's ten girls, it's twenty five a piece. Yeah. So, but that's not bad. But your mobile is one pole, yes. right? And yeah. then at yeah. your studio, I have six. Yeah. So oh. yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, they have okay. their own space there, but yeah. like the reason why I charge a little bit more when I travel is because sure. I have to carry. Oh that hell thing. yeah! Absolutely. You're going up. to them. I have to take it down. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's probably my guess is it's probably an extra two and a half plus hours of your time it's just exhausting yeah, yeah. i'm so sure I'm it grateful is i have a studio now and yeah. i don't like i still do the house calls and stuff but it, yeah. it's very rare compared to well yeah and what it was my first summer i would think typically they want these parties in the evening right it's not middle Actually, afternoon no. oh um, interesting like i mean this last saturday i had my first one at 9 a.m nice. yeah. i like to do it in the morning and i recommend that because interesting you need to not you don't want to be drunk, drunk. Yeah. yes yeah. like um, so 8 so a.m. They, for us. Right. So right. they do like, they'll come in at 1030 in the morning and, yeah. then, and then they're ready to go out. You know, yeah. by the time they leave, they oh, are, yeah. they're sure. ready to get in their swimsuits. Endorphins are kicked up. Oh, yes. Yeah. And they're just yeah. pumped and excited yeah. about it. Feeling good about themselves. Yes. They have 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, you know what we do? We just add alcohol. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yes. And then they start showing off the moves that they learned. Oh, <laughs> and here's their card. Exactly. I mean, that's what they do. Well, but. That's good. It works out for me. Oh, yeah. So. My guess is they do spend the rest of that trip and after that trip remember when 
remember when that's the thing is I facilitate memories that will last an absolute lifetime. I also help women feel like good about themselves because like we live in a society where if you're told, if you don't look a certain way, then you're not valued or you're not part of the, the pretty crowd, you know? And like I said, what pole does it allows you to learn to love your body for what it can do instead of what it looks like. And right. then, like I also said, in turn, from doing what you love so much, right. you start to love your body for what it looks like, too. Yeah. Because you're like, do you see my biceps? Yeah, right. My right. back is shredded. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah, and awesome. I just lifted my ass up above my head on a pole. Yeah, like, right. you know, right. it's sure. it's very empowering it works you out mentally mm-hmm. it works you out physically emotionally spiritually it c- takes a room full of individuals that come from different backgrounds all have strippers mm-hmm. bartenders housewives i've got a girl right now who sings in church yeah. you know like yeah. and it took her a year before she came to class because she was so nervous yeah. to do it you know but it's like it takes all those backgrounds and where they might have like preconceived sure. judgments about each other right in that classroom there's no judgment at all so tell us so about then it that. allows you to together. like walk out and like yeah. this girl that's in church may not have been friends with this girl who works at porky's but guess what now we have a friendship and then less judgment yeah, yeah. which that's ex- exactly another thing that this place needs yeah. in my opinion yeah. so so um so every group i would think has uh, you know, varying personalities, right? There's mm-hmm. always the loud one who will try anything, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's someone in the group who's like, okay, I'm here because I'm friends with them, but this is not my thing, right? Right. right. Um, and, and how do you uh, reach, right, a varied group of ladies, uh, you know, who you, you understand that you've got people there who are very uncomfortable mm-hmm. to be there, right? right? Uh, how do you do that? That, that sounds, uh, difficult. I just have a way of making them feel comfortable. I try to make a lot of like jokes and make them laugh yeah. a little bit. Sure. So like the things, and then also too, whenever I'm teaching, there's a lot of things that I know that they're going to go ahead and try to do. And I just try to go ahead and tell them like, all right, well, this is what we're not going to do. Yeah, sure. You know, and we're going to try and do it this way and then just like make a lighthearted joke about it. Sure. Remind them that this is not a serious setting. Like, especially when it's a bachelorette party, you know, like in class, it's a little different, you know, we're there on a regimen, but like in a party, this is all in good fun. It's all for memory making. And then by the end of the class, like even if they're still like a little like, Oh, yeah. I can't believe I did that, but I'm never going back again. You yeah, know, like, right. but they still had fun, you do know. Do you film so. it? Do you, do you take now, video? they can. Oh, they can. Yeah. Okay. So like how my bachelorette parties go, like they come in, um, of course they sign the liability waiver sure. first, you of know, course. we go through all that. Get the yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then I'll teach them a level one pole dancing routine and then, um, what I have them do is I have them split into two groups. Okay. And then they perform it for each other. I've got lights and a whole setup and I make them pick a stripper name. Yeah. Each one of them. Oh, that's great. And then I introduce them. I mean, I turn the lights out and I'm like, 
Let's welcome our first round of entertainers. Right. We're going to bring out Diamond. Give right. it up for Diamond. You know, and Is I, everybody I, having a good time? Yeah. Say, I, give, I give the girls that they're performing to, I give them fake money to throw at yeah. them. You oh, know, like literally, great. I make an it atmosphere, it, an, atmosphere yeah. an experience. Yeah. An experience. Yeah, and a lot of these bachelorette yeah. parties come back and they're like, this is my favorite thing for the whole weekend. And That's I was fun. so nervous. That's awesome. How, yeah. how, uh, what size is your studio? What's the square footage of your studio? Um, you know what? I don't even know that. Huh. <laughs> It's yeah. probably like twelve hundred. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a decent size. And where, where is your studio located? It's inside the Regalia, so just right down the street okay. off of Horseshoe Bend on Carroll oh, sh- Road. Okay. Yeah. Um, the address is two fifty Racket Club Drive, but I'm inside on their lower level, right yeah. next to their Foxy Roxy Bar. It's funny. I uh, Foxy Roxy Bar, Foxy and pole Roxy ball. Bar, and pole dancing right next <laughs> do, to each do other. Do the pole dancing and go yeah. to Foxy Roxy. They got a mechanical bull outside too. Oh, if you want to get crazy, for as long as you know? I have been coming here, I keep hearing about uh regalia and i saw a convention at regalia mm-hmm. i've never been yeah it's um elegant oh you is know it? i mean everything yeah. around the lake is kind of like margaritaville yeah. tiki torches sure and, you know i mean it's fun it's lake life yeah you know? yeah, yeah lake life but they're um Interesting. They're just it's it's interesting because I come from Vegas and yeah. then the one of the guy that's helping run that he has kind of a Vegas and LA background. Okay. So he's just we're just trying to provide just kind of a sure more of a high end atmosphere. Yeah. And, um, interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I I mean check it out the amphitheater that they just put over there is oh, insane. Wow. Like the stage outside of the pool is nuts. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, the lake will surprise you. It keeps on uh, Ozark Amphitheater. By the way, I was on their site the other day. And, uh, again, you know, you can giggle, all right? But these are, you know, pretty big acts big coming names. in. ZZ Top, George Thorogood wow. are coming in. Aaron Lewis uh, will be here. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he's incredible. Oh, uh, right. I've never seen him. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Shinedown is coming in. And these ticket prices are like 178 It's like, oh, let's go there. It'll be cheap. It's like, nope. Nope. holy moly, right? You want entertainment, you got to pay, yeah. you know? It's 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 interesting uh, the way the lake is going mm-hmm. and you know, now they're 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 still murmuring about a casino. Is that ever going to happen down here? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I it'd be it nice. might be interesting for your business well, because now I they're put seeking a show in there. Yeah, now they're seeking oh, entertainment. Yeah. You know, for sure. I mean, that's kind of. I mean, that's something else. Like I've had. I can't imagine that it wouldn't had, happen. But again, you know, everybody gets uptight about gambling, but then they'll go buy a lottery ticket, and it's like, dude, what do you think you're doing? Mm-hmm. Right? You're right. gambling. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, oh well, you know, once we get a casino, you know, it follows casinos crime it's like really i i don't think so (laughs) i mean there's crime everywhere regardless you know so so. this was a big deal right you moved from las vegas you started your own company in part because people were saying look you'll do well down Mm -hmm. here uh and you did it for all the right reasons including i gotta be closer to family uh, because you know my dad is is having uh problems, and these these are all good things. Mm-hmm. Not not your dad being right. sick, but uh, these are all good motivations. Um, but again, when you first got here, nobody knew that this venue, like any new business, was there. No, and this place is very 
yeah. different to market okay. to. Okay. Very different. Yeah. It's, um, so what it's did more you word do? of mouth you yeah. know, than anything. Okay. So you went to referral sources. You Pretty you, much. Okay. You know, I mean, and, and then like when I first got here, summer 2019, I didn't have a space yet. So yeah. I was like doing on-site stuff. Um, yeah. And then, of course, I got a pole in my condo. So I was having some people would come over for private lessons. Yeah. Um, there was even a bachelorette party that was staying in my the condos that I live in. Yeah. And I gave them my card and they were like, can we come over at two? Oh, and I'm like, come fun. on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of... Um, Guerrilla marketing. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I felt like uh, Colonel Sanders going door to door, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but that's okay. That's hot. But, um, but yeah, so then I, over that winter... Yeah. I was still looking for a space and um, I got in touch with the regalia because they had the Thunder from Down Under boys here oh. out of oh, Vegas. That's yeah. Eric's favorite group, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No. And You're I thinking from under, from under, from under cheese. I've done right. a lot of gigs with them in Las Vegas. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And who are these people? They're, it, it's like. Chippendales from Australia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very okay. underrated Magic Mike. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, because that's been kind of an issue here is like people were like, I don't know if I want to pull studio in my commercial space. Oh. You know, like they were just very apprehensive because sure. there's a bigger stigma around what I do here than any, than obviously well, Las Vegas, yeah. you know? So, yeah. well, there's, and there's probably, there's yes. probably a, an understandable, uh, misconception of yes. what you do. Well, you because know? It, around here, people again, don't understand that there's an entire industry. Yeah. With pole that does not revolve around stripping, yeah. you know, like right. pole can be contemporary. It can be hip hop. It can be nothing but acrobatic. It doesn't always have to be like a sensual sexual thing. Sure, sure. But it's just completely stigmatized in more areas of the country than others, yeah. you know. So. And that's an obstacle you're navigating. Absolutely. But that's the education yes. process. Exactly. It. Yep. It's just that you just have to educate mm-hmm. people about it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's all you can do. Well, and like Valerie know? that was on last night, I mean, she's a boat captain taking these girls out. Right. She was raving about your classes mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just an example of educating, getting the word of mouth out. Right. It takes a little bit of time. It, it does. Just does. It does. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So I had gotten a hold of Regalia because they had this. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so they're not afraid of something risque, you yeah. know? So right. we had gotten in touch with each other and um, we came up with, you know, an agreement. I, sure. I use a downstairs room that used to be an aerobics room. Okay. And um, I completely turned it into my space. Right. And, um, and so how much of your business comes from guests of the regalia? There's um, some members that live over there in the yeah. villas and condos okay. that come over there. Yeah. Um, it's, I would say probably 50%. Oh, you well, know? that's great. So, I mean, I get a lot of that's like, a great their partnership, people over there. For yeah, sure. for sure. And then like my bachelorette parties go upstairs and spend $200 on of mimosas. Course. You know what I mean? So it's like, it it's does, it works out for, benefits for them. both of benefits us. Benefits you. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what are you saying? You know, we talked about 2020. I know it was 
the best year and and you were still fairly new that was your second year it was rough for me honestly it was because i opened january like i opened my because space. hotel the hotels were taking it in the shorts well and right. i opened on january 31st yeah and then covid hit oh two months God. later <laughs> so literally like i opened january 31st hell? was having like three or four sold out workshops every single oh, week oh my gosh and then boom yeah covid wow. hits and i have to like close everything so from March until the middle of June, right. I had to completely shut down. Oh my gosh! I had, that I mean, I had scary. parties booked coming down. And what the I, hell did you do? Lived off my savings and yeah. cried a lot. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, because yeah. I mean, at that point, I, I totally I bizarre been in for this, all of I us. I mean, it was just it was a nightmare. Yeah. So then I reopened, and then it was just kind of like a slow build to build back up. Okay. But it's it's definitely of course getting there now You're getting and some traction absolutely yeah. okay absolutely. interesting yeah but I think you know it's probably going to take me this summer really for people to really know that I'm out there yeah. and then from there on out it's I mean good. I have parties booked every single weekend until oh, like September oh excellent oh, good for you congratulations you know? and then I'm starting to we've had a couple um, of dragon burlesque shows over at the Regalia that have done okay. really well so I'm trying to team with other venues around the lake to have a burlesque show have a i would think that that would be popular right so you have burlesque night at wherever okay it doesn't matter the bar but you have burlesque night so long as they have the room right but a lot of the bars uh have the entertainment space because they're used to bringing bands on right and burlesque is just another event i I would think that would do quite well so that's yeah that's another thing just trying to get certain venues to finally be like Okay, we'll do it because they're yeah. they're just a little nervous about the well, risque here's, entertainment. Here's what I would here. suggest to you. So uh, I went and saw a comedian, and uh, it wasn't too long ago, maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. and he had this preconceived talk about a preconceived conception of what the Midwest was like. Mm-hmm. Every joke was around his homosexuality, and he was the only one who didn't get it in the room. Nobody cared. Nobody cares that he was a homosexual. Mm-hmm. But to him, he thought he was shocking people. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So he thought that, hey, I'm going to lay this on him. Right. I was sucking a dick the other night. Right. And it was like, dude, this is not funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's not that you're it's not that we're rejecting your homosexuality. You're just not funny. Right. Mm-hmm. And so burlesque and I saw a burlesque show in New York City before the shutdown. Mm-hmm. And it was more of a um, it was more of a uh, curiosity mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And they had various acts, mm-hmm. but it was supposed to be a little over the top, mm-hmm. right? Right. And you saw it because it was a little over the top, right? And so you got to get used to burlesque because, yeah, you don't see a lot of burlesque anywhere, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the country doesn't have, you know, burlesque shows. But I think it would go over quite well. See, in Vegas, we got them every single night, you know? So, yeah. I mean, but I, it's, there's a demand here for entertainment. Of course. You know, there's no entertainment. I mean, that's right. another reason why I moved here is because yeah. I, I do shows. Yeah. I, 
you know, so I'm I'm trying to kind of be the pioneer of exactly. the Ozarks of entertainment and, and bring a new. Fania was yeah. the pioneer in Vegas to yeah. set it all yeah. up here. I'm trying to do the same thing down here. Yeah, good. You know, and Excellent. work for myself. Yeah, no, I think you your know? timing's good. Your attitude's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's exciting. Yeah. So, you. what are you doing? I mean, is the business enough? Now we're in 2021. You've had a full year, but the full year was kind of crappy because of the COVID shutdown. Mm-hmm. Now you're in a new year, and it's going to be a strong year. The Very strong Tourism year. at the lake mm-hmm. is just, it's going to be the best year ever. But is the business uh, paying your bills? Are you at the point where it's paying your bills? It is right now, Good. yes. Excellent. Yes, yeah. and then thankfully during this winter, yeah. um, my some of my gigs and stuff are going to be a back open. Because that was another thing. COVID to completely took away all my like winter gigs. And yeah. Like Las Vegas and oh. all the other places that I go to to right. oh. yeah. do I do a lot of workshops and stuff in Kansas City and St. Louis and I couldn't go because so, so in the off season you're locked in your apartment yeah, your yeah. condo exactly. so in the off season you can still pick up the Vegas gigs and yes. stuff like that yes okay. because I ha- there's not um, yet there's yes. not enough traffic here at the lake sure. yet now with a lot of people moving here yeah. Um, that might change this winter. Sure. You know, but um, this winter was just, it was... I will tell you this. Very slow with classes. We've been at the lake in business for some time, and winter went from this to this to this to this. Winter's getting pretty short at the lake, right? And it's probably, I will say that it is about 75 days now, Mm -hmm. right? And that's pretty short, right? Mm -hmm. Before you start to see, okay, we're picking back mm-hmm. up, right? We're getting back in the season. Right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, what I'm finding is like girls that are starting to come take my classes, they're like, I've been talking to myself for a year ah. into coming to do this because yeah. they're very, they're nervous. They're, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're super scared to come take it. But I, this is what I tell everybody just as nervous and as scared as you are, everyone is just as nervous and yeah. just as scared, yeah. you know, like sure. it's, it's, um, but, I don't live my life in fear. If I want something, I'm going to go do it. You know, whether I'm scared shitless or not, like I'm going to walk in the room and do it. And I wish that's one thing I'm hoping to in, in, you know, instill in other people is like, if you want something, do it, you know, like, and I tell the women that I'm like, no, aren't you glad that you came and did it? Was it really necessary yeah. for a whole year sure. right. before Be you walked, you know, yeah. into the classroom? And yeah. so, but it is just in a regular fitness setting. Um, it is intimidating, intimidating and then, to yeah. go in. You <laughs> obviously know what you're doing. They don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it it is intimidating for sure. We get it at the stores, of course. Like, oh, I thought there was a big muscle guy in here. No, you know we're pretty much normal. Yeah, what's, what's got going on? Hot flashes? Come on over here. I'll right. take care of you. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like so, I've had ladies open the door and be like. Do you have black cohosh? I'm like, do you have hot flashes? Yeah, but come on in. We've got yeah. a section for that, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. So tell us about the brand. Uh, um, very cute. Uh, obviously, the <laughs> Nauti Naughty is mm-hmm. uh, very lake specific, but I love it. The Naughty Girl, and she's spinning on an anchor, mm-hmm. right? Um, who came up with that? You came up with that. So I came up with the idea of it. I yeah. took like this photo of her dancing and then i took like a picture of an anchor yeah and there's a a local guy named jeremy jones okay um 
and I just sent this to him yeah. and I'm like, this is what I want. And he did a, did a nice job. Yeah. Did an amazing job. Like, yeah. I'm like, I couldn't have put it together better myself. No, you right. know, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. yeah. I was very excited that he like got my vision. Yeah. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. So this is awesome. So, um, what in your perfect world, right? Where would you see naughty girl going? Right. Are you um, out of, and again, no, no offense to the hotel that, you know, that's a mm-hmm. good gig, but do you have a bigger studio? Do you have multiple studios? Where, where do you, where's your vision? I would like to see myself room or move into a studio that has higher ceilings. Oh, higher ceilings. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because. So what are these nine right foot now, ceilings or like, what? It, they're like 10 and a half. Yeah. But as so you a can five only foot, go so high. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I would You're like hitting to your have feet up there. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I would like to just have more um, space for that. And, and, and yeah, but I, if I want something, it'd be nice to be on the strip. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd love that. But I'd like to see um, some of my students become instructors. Sure. There's a few that I have my eye on that, oh, um, you know, like yeah. they, if they, Excellent. Stay dedicated and, you know, disciplined. Like, sure. they, I could train them and certify good. them. So, Excellent. Yeah. That'd um, be good. But I wouldn't mind also getting, you know, to the point where I have another location in Camdenton. Yeah. You know, on the other side of the lake. Because that's another issue is that I'm all the way over here. I mean, I have some women. I've got a girl that drives from Haha Taka at, like, yeah. three times a week. And it's no issue for her. But for some other people, they don't want to Boy. drive five miles down the road. You know? I got to tell you, I think a strip location, uh, the old strip up there, you know, um, would just be huge. Mm-hmm. Because, and again, it doesn't have to be all bachelorette party driven. But let's assume that that's a big part of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where they're going. They're going to hit that strip, right? absolutely. And if you've got, uh, you know, naughty girl in their face up there, uh, that's a big deal, right? Absolutely. And I don't know what the price of real estate is up there. I mean, it's really pricey. And that's why, that's why I just haven't like made that jump yet. Cause I'm like, until the business is built up more, you know, it's got to make sense, you know, of course. And you're green. I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time, but but I do think, uh, well, again, I don't know, you know, the real estate here is ridiculous. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, seller's market right now. Oh my gosh. The, this, this little house right across the street is they're asking five fifty for right. it. And in a in a regular market, that mm-hmm. thing wouldn't bring more than two forty. I'd yeah. buy it for two forty. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just it's ridiculous right now. But there will come a time when the real estate is not as hot. I think uh, you know, one thing that I'd look into is find a strategic partner up there who's who's investing mm-hmm. in it and, you know, who can visualize his or her business being enhanced by your location just kind like you're doing just now. like Regalia does mm-hmm. yeah right absolutely yes. yeah it, en- yes. it enhances it enhances their existing business mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah that's that's awesome so um tell us uh you know you took a huge risk right first of all hospitality management my eldest daughter has hospitality management degree it's a four-year degree but you know she's working at a bar god bless her right she has a vision and i'm not going to get in the way of that uh but as a parent you kind of go 
well, gee whiz, you know, I, I talked to her. It's like, well, why don't you be the manager of the bar? You want to know then, why? Right. Because yeah. she won't make as much money as she does whenever she's serving or bartending. And yeah. then she has to work true. a lot more hours yeah. and have a lot more responsibility. That is true. And, and she gets good tips. I mean, and that's that's why I just stepped back from management and went back to bartending because I'm yeah. like, I'm waking way more. Inter- Don't have yeah. to deal with bullshit. any of the bullshit. Right. Right. You know, and then no one has expectations of me except to right. come in and do my job and Interesting. leave. You know? Yeah, yeah so that's a good that's point. That's why. Yeah, that's you know? a good point. Yeah. And yeah. then you get a day off from the, and then they're calling you nonstop. You yeah. know, it's, I mean, it's like kids that don't know how to handle themselves when you're not around for one moment, yeah. you know? Right. Like, well, right. That is true. So that yeah. that's where I can say, I mean. Yeah. So um, if you had to tell your younger self back in 2019 some lessons, right? Some surprises that you've learned, some things that you wish someone would have told you uh, before you started your own business, and not the COVID. The COVID thing. That was an, I mean, everybody, asterisks. we all suffered, yeah. you know, yeah. like. Yeah, everyone was shocked mm-hmm. by it. But what are some things that you wish you knew back then that you had to learn the hard way? Um, I think particularly in this area, not to, um, take those stigmas that people throw at me so personally. You know uh, what I mean? I yeah. think just coming from Las Vegas mm. to the lake, it was yeah. a, obviously a huge culture shock. And change. I mean, I knew what I was coming into, but like some of the ways that certain people perceived what I do, yeah. I wasn't prepared for that because I hadn't been around it in so long. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if, you get my, ma- if you get mad, it, then you cannot sell. Okay. Because now all of a sudden you're caught up in that emotion. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I, and I never let people really see that, you know, but it, it was just, it bothered me. Like as you, we were talking yeah. about earlier, um, you looking more at the negative than, sure. the, than the positives. And we were talking about this, the girls in class today, like, yeah. um, I had some, some girl comments. I had like 25 amazing comments on this routine that I did. And then there was one, one girl, negative. Now one negative. You're going to get it. I mean, and, and yeah. it was just absolutely ridiculous. The things that she was saying, yeah. and it was just like, and then I checked her out and I'm like, you're just mad. You can't move. So, yeah. whatever. Uh, well, you know, but so we, we had on Jeffries. Like, you want to think of that yeah. instead of those 25 yep. comments that were amazing. And it's like, you just have to retrain your program or reprogram your mind, not to even like, we go on, down that rabbit hole. We had Jeffries on uh, a couple of podcasts ago. Very mm-hmm. nice people, Jeff and Mary. And um, their policy is they don't respond to any to positive or, or negatives. Mm-hmm. Right? They read them because sometimes um, you know they can you can improve. You can learn from based it. Upon yeah. it. Yeah. But they don't respond. Their policy is they will not respond to anything, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. You to me. can have a hundred golden gooses walk through your door, yeah, and one black swan, yeah, and you'll focus on that damn black swan. I mean, and that's yeah. how it all is. day long. And you just have to stop. That's doing the one that, that keeps you up at night. Yeah. You have to just like realize. I mean. Yeah. People are going to judge you and say whatever they want to of about course. you regardless. And, but it's like, I know at the end of the day, every class I teach, every party I teach, I give my all. Mm-hmm. And if you have a bad experience, more than likely, 
of course you're just you're you're having a bad experience yourself in like general yeah right. you know? and but all, that's but that's life that's human yeah. beings well we're all focused on as entrepreneurs business people perfection right and mm-hmm. perfection is not reality no. it no. does not exist no, of course doesn't. not yeah, no. of course not. No. So you're going to lose some, right? Yes. Absolutely. And you're going to have bad days. I mean, and you can't be yes. on every single nope. day. And it's yes. okay to fire a customer. Right. It, yeah. I mean, it really is. It is. It yeah. really is. It can yeah. be good for business. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think that um, your attitude, I, I'm glad that you brought that up. Not everybody can be your customer, right? No. And, and that's why I just, I, yeah. I know my niche. Yeah. And I target those people. Yeah. I'm not going to target all those other right. people. Of course. But you know what? Eventually, yeah. the people that are my niche and my target market are going to come to my class. And then the people that aren't my target market are going to hear about these people talking about my classes so much yeah. that eventually they're going to hear about it so much that they may say, you know what? Maybe it's not what it, I thought it was. And maybe they might come in. Maybe they won't. But their perception's going to change right. some. Well, let me, let me tell you. And if that's the case, wonderful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let me tell you this, too. Okay? You are in, um, I, I truly do believe this is the most unique economy right now in the United States. Mm-hmm. And um, even negative publicity, you see what it does it's, for the like? Okay? So even negative publicity can be good publicity for your business, right? right? And again, depends upon the industry, okay? But if somebody is shocked, I can't believe what they're doing at Nottingham Fitness, all of a sudden it's like, oh, what are they doing? What is Nottingham Fitness? Well, yeah, but then also, too, it's people that are saying that. Yeah. You go down to the strip or down to Shady's and oh. after a couple beers, it's yeah. like, your behavior's a little, yeah. you know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. come on now. The yeah. only thing that behavior's missing is a pole. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah. And, you know, again, and uh, God bless these investors at the lake and, uh, and the investors up at the old strip, but mm-hmm. oh my god, I've been up there for Bike Fest. I've been up at Alley Cats after midnight, and um, it gets wild. Oh, <laughs> it gets wild beyond wild. And I'm like the like you. Want, I'm so conservative whenever I'm out. Like, yeah, I, I mean I have to watch myself. Well, you, you know, of yeah, yeah, you know, so a fitness business, a health and wellness business, absolutely. Right. So right, but yeah, I go out and I'm just like man. And I get judged all the time. Yeah. Just spinning around on a pole for yeah. fitness. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it's keep, okay. I mean, keep, yeah. keep it up. I think it's, uh, I think this is definitely in the world of fitness. This is unique, right? Yeah. And, uh, and because it's unique, I think it's important, right? Because, um, uh, you know, stick with it for sure. And, uh, broaden your horizons with the burlesque. I think that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Not, not all, uh, not all bars are going to say, "Yeah, yes, let's have a exact, burlesque." Right. So fine, exactly. okay. Go if find you the got ones ten of them, yes. there's yep. tons of them here. Right. If you get ten of them that say yes, that's ten shows a month. They're going to have a burlesque night, right? right? And uh, it's all good, I think. I and it, it's it's only it is only upward for this economy. And and I'm not saying that because I'm just looking at. It. I'm saying it because. I'm telling you, yeah. uh, business is rocking down here. Attitude so it's awesome. is everything. Yeah, everything. absolutely. Well, thank you, Allie. It's been awesome. It's You're been welcome. Fun. Yeah. Thank and you, guys. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast platform and our YouTube channel, Talking Risk, R-I-S-K-S. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs>